0: My name is Kaitlyn Malinowski, and I'm your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season four of the IAUG Insider Podcast. This season, we will be covering everything Avaya Engage. We're kicking off with an episode featuring two of IAUG's former presidents, Marilyn Shuck and Brenda Emerson, who will be doing a recap of a session that they gave at the IAUG leader event on Passing the Torch. We also have a special guest host for this episode, so I'm excited to welcome our executive director,
1: Colleen Jameson. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the IAUG podcast. I'm Colleen Jameson, IAUG's executive director. Excited to be here today with Brenda Emerson and Marilyn Shuck. Uh, both leaders uh, from IEG and have been part of our uh, organization for many years and both having uh, served in the role as president. Hello, Brenda. Hello, Marilyn. How are you doing? Hi, Colleen.
2: Great. Thank you.
1: Doing good. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm so uh, excited to sit here and chat with you today. I obviously um, have had the good fortune of knowing and working with you uh, for many years, and it's not often we get the chance just to kind of sit down and and really think about the role of of president and what it means to the organization, and and kind of you know give you both a chance to reflect on what it's meant for you and and kind of what you've shared with one another along the journey, and so that's definitely what we're going to um, hop into today. But before we do that, uh, we'd be remiss not to acknowledge kind of the the time that we're in right now and and the circumstances surrounding COVID, and. And how it's impacting, you know, not only, um, you know, everyone everywhere, but specifically members of IAUG and, and in their role and in the industry that they're in. And so we'd just love to hear from, you know, the two of you just quickly on kind of, um, you know, what you've been going through the past um, several weeks, either, you know, in your organizations or obviously, you know, personally as well, um, just to share with members a, a little bit more and um, some insight into kind of your perspective on it. But why don't we start with you, Brenda?
2: Okay, thanks. Well, um, kind of an interesting time for me personally, um, because I transitioned jobs um, in the middle of this pandemic. One of the things that'll be fun to talk about in the rest of my career. Um, So I um, started, I'm the new CIO for uh, Carrollton Bank. They're located in St. Louis, Missouri. And um, I started on March 31st and went to St. Louis and got my equipment and then quickly went home. So um, trying to learn a new organization and new people and new systems all remotely. Um, so that's a little of a challenge, but also I think maybe it's an advantage in some ways. It's giving me time to read documentation and talk to people on the phone and have Zoom meetings and, and those sorts of things. So um, I think it's an interesting time in banking specifically. Banks are a really big part of relief efforts with um, right now the payroll protection programs, so small businesses. Uh, Loans from the uh, Small Business Administration, local banks are funding those. So uh, my team and the team around me is very busy with that. So I'm just sitting quietly in my office and trying to learn how to do a new job remotely.
1: Which is, uh, I to your point, I think there's probably pluses and minuses to that. A lot of time to reflect, but but doing it from a distance isn't always easy. Yeah. Great. Thanks for sharing. And Marilyn, I know, obviously, you know, being where you're located, um, you know, in the the Pacific Northwest region, you all were, um, you know, hit with a lot of these stay at home orders and, and the impact of COVID very early um, into, you know, it becoming um, a bit more, you know, in the the daily life of us here in the United States. So anything you want to share about, you know, your perspective and kind of, what it's been like for you as well.
3: Yes, hi Colleen, hi Brenda. Hey, one thing I wanna congratulate Brenda on her new role, but that's really sounds very challenging to start out a new job (laughs) Um, with us at the University of Washington, um, we were at work from home uh, off and on, you know, so we were kind of prepared, but nothing like this. I mean, we sent, um, we were one of the first Uh, in the area, along with Amazon, uh, Microsoft, Facebook, we all went home like the first week of of March. So we've been doing this a little bit longer than some people. Um, And so the one thing that we had to ramp up was some of the Avaya uh, remote desktop stuff, Uh, 1x for agents, uh, work from home agents, and um, the workforce uh, management stuff. But Everything seemed to work really good. Avaya was really good to work with. Um, personally, it's been challenging for our team. You know, we, we do meet every morning on a zoom call. Um, I have to say the university of Washington now, you know, we're, we had a few weeks uh, where we uh, were on a uh, spring break and then we came back um, for spring quarter now all being remote classrooms. Um, and then we'll go into the uh, summer. The first Part of summer will be remote, and then there's still up in the air about the second part of the summer quarter. So it's been challenging. Um, everybody ramped up pretty quickly, and um, it's it's been an interesting thing to watch um, and be a part of. Uh, but wow, it sure is uh, challenging for all of us, uh, for sure. And
1: I think Marilyn, you you said to me um, about a week ago or so. You know, if one thing's for certain. Um, Coming out of this, there's a a greater appreciation for technology um, in in many of these organizations right now.
3: Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, Brenda probably feels that way, too. I mean, we were, you know, letting people work remote, but now it's it's going to be a whole nother world coming out of this. And it's going to be much more of a open. Yeah, you you can do all this stuff remotely. So it will change. I think it's going to change the face of the workforce especially in our area. Um, You know, it'll sure help on traffic and things like that. Uh, But we've all shown, you know, our industries um, and our companies that we can do all of this remotely because of all the technology that we've been given, that we were, we knew it was there, but we weren't fully um, participating in all of it. And now we've, we've been participating in all of it. And it's, it has its challenge, but it's, but it has, it's good things too. So yeah, I think it will be interesting Mm -hmm. to see how we come out of this. Mm -hmm.
1: Very good. Well, thanks. Well, you know, obviously I think that in the, in the spirit of everything that's happening, one of the things that's come to, to life for IEG is the, the power of a community in a time like this really to kind of You know, extend beyond the crisis at hand and connect people to resources or other people um, that maybe they weren't connecting to regularly before in an effort to, you know, tackle something new or or to get an answer to something that, you know, a lot of people are trying to kind of piece together strategies around right now. And so obviously, IUG has played a significant role um, for some people navigating through the change of um, what's happening right now. And, And we've seen in the news and in the press everything that Avaya has been doing to to help, um, you know, connect customers more seamlessly and and get them uh, the tools they need during this time. And so certainly during this time of the pandemic, the the value of the community and the value of um, participating in something like IEG has, um, you know, proven proven to be very uh, valid for a lot of our members. So kind of bringing it back to why we're here today and, and what we're talking about a bit about, you know, how you both came to get involved in the organization and then you know, over time, kind of how you saw an opportunity to, to participate on the board and eventually, you know, lead in the in the role of president. And so, uh, Brenda, I'll, you know, I'll start with you just in terms of, you know, when you first got involved with IUG, you know, kind of what what brought you to IUG? And then ultimately, you know, what led to your decision to, to pursue a role on the board and ultimately the role of president?
2: Yes. Well, um, I was thinking about that, and um, I've been involved with IAUG as long as it's been around, um, because I was really involved in the Legacy Nortel group, uh, probably starting in the early 2000s, and then transitioned to the IAUG group. Um, You know, the reason we became involved was exactly what you said, Colleen. It was a community of people who you know, had the same products we had, had the same challenges, and it was a way to um, get knowledge and expertise um, in, a, in a very valuable group, and um, as that became more important to my organization, um, I was approached uh, by um, an IAUG uh, person and asked me if I had interest in being on the board, um, and I kind of had to think long and hard about it. Um, you know, it was something I hadn't done. I had been involved in some local um, boards, but nothing at, you know, the IAUG level. Um, and I remember filling out my application and I literally think I submitted it on the last day, maybe at the last <laughs> minute. Um, and still sort of wondering if that was the right thing to do. And um, as I sit here today, I can tell you it was, has been a um, an amazing journey. Uh, I feel very fortunate that, I got to spend as many years as I did um, involved with such a great community. And as I said earlier, I was, um, you know, in a new career now, and I was talking to some of my new staff and and I was telling them that sometimes we have to find um, organizations outside of our jobs to challenge us and push us um, in ways maybe in our ordinary job we don't get. And so I feel that IUG did that for me and hopefully um, – I contributed back, and it was a good relationship.
1: I can I can certainly say you did contribute back, and I, and I do think that's um, one of the the great things that IEG can do for people is it gives people a place to kind of um, get a new perspective outside of their own organization, where all the the tools and the tricks may be the same as it relates to the technology, and kind of learn from others. But So much of what the board does, um, which, you know, members out there may not know, is really kind of set the strategy and the vision for the organization as a whole. And so, um, you know, Brenda, when you when you kind of um, reflect back on your time uh, as president, as a board member, you know, is there something that you're kind of most proud of or, you know, something that was really important to you to kind of accomplish um, in the time that you had on the board and that you were proud to say you, you did?
2: Oh there were lots of things that got accomplished. Um sometimes I like to say that you know we we kind of moved moved the needle. Um we um, worked hard to keep the relationship with the VIA. I mean I think that's number 1 and that's important because we are the International VIA User Group. Um uh I think that that continued focus as their, as their personnel changed is important that we continue to um, talk about our value and, you know, over the last probably five years, how much more aligned we are with Avaya and in conference and in day-to-day activities. I think that's really important. Um, I think the other thing that um, was really important was the change in um, headquarters. Um, Most people don't realize all the work that Colleen and her team do um, but that relationship we transitioned that relationship from one company into another and that really made us stronger and well positioned for the future.
0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Versailles, the smarts behind UC service management. Imagine a UC service management platform that flagged unused resources automatically so you never had to worry about waste. Or how about simple dashboards that showed you exactly where to look when call quality faltered so you could fix problems faster? When it comes to intelligent UC and contact center platform management, there's nothing smarter than Versailles service management. VSM's real-time and historical visibility of UC system performance ensures you always know what's happening in your technology environment and how the quality of your customer experience stacks up. What's more, VSM's big data and AI engine continuously learns from half a billion calls analyzed every month. That means you benefit from intelligence gleaned from Versailles' global community of users. There's no smarter way to improve the quality of customer interactions, increase UC uptime, and reduce running and support costs. Learn more at Versailles.com. Great, thank you.
1: And I I do think that... um, you know, the, the piece on um, Avaya is so so critical, and it's inherent in our name, and uh, I think obviously that it's so core to our mission, and I think one of the things that, um, you know, it's good that people are aware of is we're constantly looking at how can we continue to strengthen that and bolster that so that members um, everywhere, you know, new and um, people have been with Avaya a long time can get something out of IEG because that, that experience might be different for, for different people, so continuing to focus on that relationship is key, but also one of the things I think you've done um, in your role is paved the way for other volunteers and, and board members to serve in um, different capacities. So enter Marilyn, and Marilyn has um, been on the board now for um, several years and a volunteer several years before that, and you know filled filled Brenda's shoes um, as you transitioned off off the role. Um, from president. And so Marilyn, just kind of turning it over to you, you know, same question, what was kind of your, your motivation and and really getting involved with IEG first as a member, you know, then as a a volunteer, and then ultimately in the role of president?
3: Yeah, I was thinking about that. uh, As Brenda was talking, you know, I started back in probably 2008. Uh, I was at, uh, it was just a year or so before we actually went into the the role of IAUG at the point that, you know, Brenda said she was with the Nortel group, I was with the Avaya group. And here in the Pacific Northwest, we had a a small uh, Avaya chapter, and um, there was four of us that were kind of semi-board-like people. Um, But what happened was, as we started transition over when um, Avaya purchased Nortel, uh, there was a very strong uh, Nortel group in the area, and it seemed to be that everyone that was working with me on the Avaya group uh, left, and I, I had the short straw, and so I was left. Uh, I was left running running the group here. But um, what happened with that was so amazing and so so uh, I would say professionally and prefer- uh, uh, personally growing for me. I got involved with IAUG. Um, I helped um, merge the two groups together, and what I found in that, what makes me so passionate about um, IAUG and this IA user group, is um, watching the the members help each other, um, watching us merge and grow. And Even though we had different systems, we had the same issues, and I just was seeing this this wonderful. Uh, organic type thing of like, I have an issue, how can you help me? And, you know, sometimes if I couldn't help you, but there was always a member or someone there that could help you. So I just thought this group is is just so amazing. And I, I just want to get more involved. And so we, we formed a we formed a group, a, a better board here. Um, one of the largest chapters, one of the biggest attended. Um, and that comes from all the people that have, have volunteered. And so as I was you know, going through my my time on the local board, I was helping out with some stuff. Um, you know, like Brenda said, with headquarters, that was one of the great things that we had. You know, headquarters helps us do a lot of things, and I was volunteering on different councils and and initiatives and things. And then I don't I don't know what happened, but somehow somewhere along the line, someone said maybe you should apply for the board, and I was like. I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm ready to do that, but I, I did it and was accepted as, as a one of the board of the directors. And one of the best things that I did, really, um, and because what, what I was thinking is I want I wanted to make sure that for one we were we were having a good relationship with Avaya. that was really important. And secondly, to, to have benefits and programs for the members. Um, and I thought at a board level I could I could do that. Which is something that you can do at the board level, but you have to remember that, you know, you can't change the world at the board level. So that was one of the one things that I learned. And one thing that, you know, Brenda helped me uh, navigate is, uh, you know, we all have to look at each other's uh, ideas. And, you know, even though we want something done, you know, now it, it might take a year. And so that's what the board does. We work really closely together with Avaya and with each other and try to figure out what's the best, um, what are the best things that we can do for our members? And then I think Brenda said, you know, maybe you should be president. And I said, oh, heck no. (laughs) I didn't think I was ready. But um, as one thing that we talked about over this last year, even with the women in, in tech and stuff is if someone sees something in you that maybe you don't see right away, um, stop and think about it and actually uh, maybe take that leap, even though you're, you're not sure that you're ready. Because like Brenda said, you know, it, it was actually one of the best things that I've ever done for myself professionally and personally. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been a great, it's been a great thing to be involved with IAEG.
1: And I think that's such a great piece of advice. You know, if, if someone else is seeing something in you and kind of you know nudging you to consider something that you know you have people that are already believing you know you're the right person for that role and and I think that that's kind of the spirit of you know so much of what we do with IEG as we recruit and talk about different types of volunteers and and getting people engaged it's really just about that you know be on the lookout you know for people that can contribute in in some way at some time to the organization
3: yeah i don't know about you brenda but i always i'm always looking and talking to other members that i think um, will be good. Uh, not, not necessarily in a board role, but in even like council roles and things like that. Um, yeah, I think that's
2: really important. I think, um, and you pointed it out, Marilyn, on our, um, women in tech, uh, session that we did, but, um, I, I think as leaders, we have to ask other people to help. Um, most people don't take it upon themselves to volunteer for more stuff either they feel overwhelmed or they don't feel qualified. Um, but I I think in any role it, at the board level, at a council level, at a capital level, um, you know, reaching out and asking people um, to become more engaged in the organization, I think is um, part of our role.
3: And it could be. Yeah, I believe that
1: too. I think to, to sometimes, um, you know, think they have that, that extra time or even that, um, you know, extra insight to share. But I'm sure both of you would attest, you know, someone's capable of giving, you know, something, um, even if it is just a small bit of time, you know, that that little bit goes a long way when it comes to, to volunteering for the organization.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And again, like, like Brenda said, I mean, it, it kicks us outside of our organization and we get to meet different people you know Brennan and i've had this conversation that you know she can go to banking conferences all day long and i can go to educational conferences but it's when we get together and banking and, and education talk about what they're doing that we might pick up on things you know so mm. it, this that's what's so great about IAUG is we're, we're open to all sorts of organizations you know right absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, Marilyn, knowing you're you know you're still on the board, Brenda, Brenda has you know fully transitioned off. She's enjoying um, life and retirement from a board perspective as she uh, makes way to take on her new role and um, her job. But you're still, you know on the board right now and um, you know, actively serving in the role of past president and have handed off, you know the reins to to Oscar Moncada, the current president. And so as you reflect on you know your time as president, Um, you know, what, what is something that, you know, you're, you're most proud of from the time you served in that role?
3: Thank you, Colleen, for that question. It's a good question. I first, I want to thank Brenda for all of her help, um, helping me as president when she was past president. She's a wonderful, um, example of how to lead, um, what to do. And I went to her a lot for advice. So I am Working, you know, just lending my um, anything that that Oscar wants me to do. I am, you know, talking to other board members, trying to, you know, start the transition away from my initiatives to all of us as having initiatives. Um, but the one thing that I'm um, really proud of, there's a couple things. Uh, one, you know, Brenda talked about our relationship with Avaya. Um, I am really proud of. Where we are right now, and that was started back with Brenda, and then uh, during my role, it was one of my intentions to really build that and to make sure that they they uh, understood who we were, uh, what benefit we gave to them and their customers, and to our members. So that I'm really proud that we're still going in that direction, and I'm sure that we're only going to build uh, better on that with Oscar leading um, us. Um, the other thing was there was um, there was a, benefits that needed to be tweaked. Uh, you know, the feature tracker uh, again, another alliance with Avaya, and then um, you know our our website needed some help. And so there's there's a, those those are a couple other things that I'm I'm proud of as not only me but as a board that we did um, during my time. And and we we're, we're just building on all of that. Oscars really in there uh, helping us with our um, relationship with Avaya. And uh, keeping our other initiatives going so i'm really um, I'm really proud of where we're at all, all in all um, with IAUG, not just um, as a board level but as cha- excuse excuse me as chapters and and everything that we're doing we're we're growing very rapidly and um, it's it's good to see
1: yeah I, I couldn't agree more. I think one of the things as um, I reflect on kind of um, you know, the time you both spent in the role, I think the the theme or the focus just around value prop, how you continue to evolve value prop at all levels of the organization, you know, from the, the members that we serve to the partners that we work with to the relationship with Avaya, it's all done in the spirit of, you know, what will continue to sustain this organization so that it can add value for member for for members for years to come. And I, I think that's um, an important legacy. Um, to have and one that you've both, you know, kind of successfully have, have helped um, put into place. But, you know, kind of on that spirit or on that topic, you know, if you both were to um, be able to kind of look into a crystal ball and, and look, you know, 10 years out um, at the industry, you know, um, at, at, for the organization itself, um, what do you see as kind of an opportunity, you know, for um, either IAUG or, you know, the future board of IAUG? Um, as they look at, you know, things to provide members or just looking at the the uh, industry in general. Uh, Brenda, I'll start with you.
2: Okay. Um, well, I, I think Marilyn kind of hit on this um, a little earlier when we were talking about COVID. And, you know, maybe 30 days ago, my answer wouldn't have sounded like this. But mm-hmm. I think the world has shifted to um, remote work, collaboration. Um And I think that IAUG has a tremendous opportunity, along with Avaya, to really um, play a large part in that. And so maybe it's figuring out how we capitalize on this crazy time that we're in, but the changes in the workforce and um, what things we can bring to people um, virtually and um, these podcasts and webinars and you know, collaboration meetings, and, you know, how can we take this and look back and say, this was a game changer in the way the workforce works, and IEUG was right there helping our members be a part of that.
3: Yeah, I agree. I have seen um, something that is really sparking some Innovation in me is the way that we at IAUG are starting to look at virtualization. You know, how are we uh, having virtual uh, chapter uh, meetings? How are we getting people together from all across the country? And I I, I agree, Brenda. I don't think my answer would have been the same um, 30 days ago. Uh, I, I've seen so much growth. I also think that IAUG has a great is in a great spot to help all of our members. And I've, I've seen us help a lot of our members and I've also seen, um, how well Avaya has helped their customers quickly, efficiently get all kinds of updates, uh, licenses, uh, they've helped their customer come into this new world very quickly and I think their legacy for this is going to be very important for us to carry on as a group. Um, one of the things that I've been talking to people about is how, you know, a buy Engage is going to look in February. You know, hopefully we'll be able to be together is, is my, you know, I, I believe that we will be. But mm-hmm. the stories and all the new innovation that's going to come out of that conference, I believe, is going to be amazing. I think Avaya is going to have a really great story to tell us. Um, we're going to have a lot of uh, members. They're going to show us how they ramped up this remote world and all the different tools that they're using. Um, I think it's going to help IEG grow uh, maybe with, you know, Brent. I don't know if you think about this either, but maybe other and not just the telecom people that we've been, you know, servicing, but how we've been trying to bring in other uh, industry people into our um, our organization. I'm hoping that they will open up that um, to us, too, um, maybe because they're learning about some of these products that Avaya offered to their industries um, that help them uh, whether it's uh, the, the Ring Central or the spaces or all these other things that Abaya has been offering to people that help them um, in this time of crisis.
1: Yeah, there's certainly, um, you know, this, this need to adapt or at least recognize the, the um, need to, to do it quickly or be prepared. And I think the last month, two months or so has really highlighted that. And and again, not only in, in both of your roles, um, you know, as technologists in your organization and, and responsible for managing that, but I think in your roles as board members too, I think kind of having that, that constant eye on what's coming and how do you stay ahead of it and how do you prepare, you know, to adjust, um, you know, at any time, is important not only to serve our members, but I think to stay sustainable as an organization moving forward. Well, just as we kind of um, wrap up today, you know, kind of the the spirit of what we're talking about here is just this idea of transitioning, and I think we've talked about it in light of transitioning focus as it relates to the current time that we're in, but also transitioning roles um, as it relates to both of the experiences that you've had in serving as president, and so just to kind of close this out today I'd love um if you each just could share you know kind of a a tip or trick if you will um you know on on you know something valuable that you've taken away um as you've transitioned into different roles in your life whether it was president whether it was transitioning um into a new job or, or whatever it might be but what's a a tip or insight that you could could give to the community here and and uh, Brenda we'll start with you
2: well, I think that's a really great question. Um, I think that um, there are a couple of things that I think are important from from the the board standpoint. I think it's really important to remember when you're on a volunteer group that diversity and different personalities is really important. It makes you so much better. Um, it can cause challenges when you're trying to, you know, work towards something because maybe something that's important to you isn't important to the director sitting next to you, but that continuing to look and say, we want a board or we want a group that has a uh, different skill sets. And um, I, I think that's that's really important. Um, I also think that's important in your work force. Uh, Sometimes you can't control it quite as much, but, you know, having a work team that is Uh, comes to the table with different perspectives, I think is um, extremely important. And then the other thing I would say from a board perspective is continuing to recognize the the board's role is uh, strategic and uh, fiscal responsibility and governance. And sometimes it's easy to get in the weeds, but we have lots of volunteers to do lots of things um, and just kind of recognizing, I would say, what your role is and being sure that you're great
1: at it. That's great. Thank you, Brenda. Marilyn?
3: Well, I'm going to piggyback right on that because uh, that's what I learned too. Uh, it's really, really, really important to have a diverse board um, and it's really important to know and understand that everyone brings something to the table. Uh, one of the things that I learned early on was I wanted something that I thought, hey, this is a great idea. And then I brought it to the group and someone brought a different perspective to it. And I had to really sit back and go, yeah, you're right. I I see that. And really what I was thinking wasn't the right thing. And and so I think I learned how to um, be open to other people's opinions, being really open. I think that's a good thing for leaders to think about that. Um, you know, they need to listen um for one. Um, And as Brenda and I have talked several times, you know, as we go look for new board members and stuff, again, this goes to you know having a diverse board. You don't want a bunch of Maryland's. You don't want a bunch of Brenda's. You you want different people. You know, you want you want you want to have different opinions and have um, some sort of uh give and take on that. So that's really important. And the other thing, as far as in a work role, um, again, I'm really fortunate. I I am on a real diverse team. We all have different strengths and weaknesses. And um, I think that that's really important. You learn, you grow, um, you learn how to deal with different personalities. Uh, so I, don't be afraid of that, I guess, is what I'm saying. Don't be afraid of being in a situation where people are different than you. So.
1: That's great. And I, and I think that that, um, too, encourages this idea of just, just take a chance on it, because the, we do need that diversity in thought and opinion and time spent in the organization and perspective. And so the more people that we have willing to kind of jump in, I think the better outcomes we have as an organization um, at the end of the day. But on a fun note, anything that both of you are um, binge watching through, through your quarantine at all,
2: Well, lots of been watching in Missouri, but, um, we're, we're back on Ozark, um, you know, breeze out and it's such a nice reflection of, you know, culture in Missouri. Um, you certainly should have to do that, but I will have to make one other plug, um, for Tiger King, um, if you haven't seen it, um, but it was filmed in a town where Landmark, um, had a location, so if you watch it, you would see the Landmark oh. logo in Winniewood,
1: Oklahoma. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. I'm have to take my well,
3: out. that is good. You know, I've been not. I haven't watched Tiger King because I was afraid, but my daughter told me yes, I need to watch it, so I'm going to start watching that. <laughs> well, look um, for the logo. <laughs> then I haven't watched uh, Ozark, but man, I got to watch Ozark too. Um. I have just been doing a lot of CNN, which I think I need to turn off. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. you do. <laughs> so, um, you should yeah. watch
1: mindless, mindless entertainment. Like, um, yeah. Um,
3: well, I did. Wa- <laughs> I do all the time. Uh, rewatch uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel because if there's any show that can make me just go into a different world and laugh, is that show? Because I still so bring that up when I'm feeling.
1: Good. Well, thank you. And thank you both um, just for sharing kind of your insight and, and really why IEG is important to you and, and kind of the roles that you've played, um, you know, and really just tips and tricks for, for um, transitioning in, into volunteer roles, into professional roles, and also how to keep yourselves entertained during the quarantine. I appreciate it. I'm sure the members will appreciate it as well. So thank you. Stay safe. Stay healthy.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Colleen. Thank All you, Brenda. It's so nice to hear from both of you in our virtual world. You too.
0: Thanks for listening to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for a new episode coming out next week. And don't forget to register for our newest virtual offering, IAUG Wired. Talk to you soon. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Norton.